Here we go with another episode of Head is the Key podcast. Let's get after it. What's up, fam? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Head is the Key podcast. Um, today, I am going to probably be a little vulnerable again about uh, kind of all-encompassing. I think this all kind of goes into everything that I want to talk about on this podcast with it being how mental health ties into your physical health and how we all can be better humans by learning new things. Um, and I am not perfect. I will never tell you that I'm perfect. And, uh, there's a lot of people close to me that will tell you that. Um, I'm bringing up this topic today because someone really close to me brought some stuff up that, uh, struck a chord and, uh, I thought it was something cool to go over and something that I think we all need to be better at. I'm going to preface this with last night I had two awesome outings. Uh, one of my friends, the bulldog himself, created a little <clears throat> man group to just, you know, let out some steam, have some drinks, talk about stories, and just laugh, and it was amazing. And uh, as I think I've shared before, I don't drink anymore, but, you know, I feel that sometimes I get a little uncomfortable if, you know, are people going to ask me if I'm going to drink? Are people going to ask me if this or that? And, you know, nine times out of 10, that's probably not even going to be a thing, but I'll fall into other crappy habits. So yesterday I bought some nicotine chews. Uh, and, uh, you know, I will tell you I'm the, the first one, like I'll throw one in every now and then just to, you know, have one, but it's not like something like I need, I fiend for it. But in situations like that, I probably go overboard and have way more than I should. And today, I'm feeling super anxious. Um, and a lot of like terrible thoughts jumped in my head and just terrible things just because that's what happens when I have an anxiety, I guess, I, I guess you would call it an attack. Um, I'm pretty high functioning, so it doesn't really bother me, but I can just feel like I'm battling with voices in my head while trying to actively participate in things. And, uh, yeah, uh, sharing that, that felt weird saying that, but feel better now that I did say it. But that brought me to thinking about something that someone very close to me brought up about feeling labeled, um, when, you know, things occur you know, we are so scared still to talk about mental health. And if we do bring up that we're having problems, that we're going to get labeled as sick or we're going to get a label of, I discussed this with you guys before, uh, I have obsessive compulsive disorder, you know, oh my God, that's a label, right? Or, you know, go down the road, you know, or go, go down the road, go down the line of, you know, ADHD, dyslexia, body dysmorphia, uh, eating disorders, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think so many people are hurting and so many people don't want to say that they're hurting 
for fear of being labeled. Labeled by our medical system, labeled by our friends. And I am here to tell you, fuck that. You know what? I told this to my friend, um, or my, my close personal friend. It's not a label. It's a badge. And it's a badge of courage when you get it. Because you sought out help and you were offered, you know, yes, a diagnosis per se. But it gives you clarity and it gives you a roadmap to work at it. So it's not a label. It's a badge of courage. It's a badge of strength. And it is not weak. And yes, it can freak you out. It can feel like, well, I'm going to need to do all these things to get better. And you know what, guys? I, I hate to break it to you, but we're all screwy in one way or another. And I think if we can finally just fess up that we all have some issues and get them out there, the better we'd all be. And, you know, tying this into like even fitness stuff, like people like legit go to the gym because they feel like a failure. So they go to the gym. They're not gym heads. They're not chauvinistic. They're not, you know, trying to be alpha. Most of these people got demons that clanging and banging some iron makes them feel great. It makes them not have to think about that stuff. And yeah, maybe if we were better at not making people feel inferior, that a lot of these issues would be talked about just like what you're going to eat for dinner tomorrow. And I know maybe I'm going to get some backlash for this one. I don't, I don't know, but I just truly feel that The labeling of stuff creates this perceived sickness that these people aren't normal. And, and I'm sorry I'm saying these people and being vague, but I mean, I, like I said, there's so many diagnoses of everything. I'm just saying, you know, so in regards to fitness, you know, you might have body dysmorphia, but if you said that to someone, they're going to be like, oh man, like that guy's weird. So then we don't say it, but then this guy or girl, constantly is working out and not eating anything to be shredded and is never happy or they have this like they need their muscles always need to be bigger and even though they're jacked as shit they look at themselves in the mirror and they feel like they look like olive oil and they they just keep going and going and going to the point of disrupting other health stuff or the opposite is you know People who are overweight and body shamed decide to not eat at all um, or force themselves to do things to lose weight. Um, and maybe if we just realize that everybody is a shape and that's their shape and Yes, you want to look out for people's health, and if they are overweight or underweight, you want to help them. But cultivate, like, a support 
don't cultivate like you don't look good. Like, you know how many times that has happened recently too? Where it's like you lose a lot of weight and then people think you have cancer instead of actually like, hey, no, dude, I, I recognize that I wasn't a bad way. So I decided to like work really hard and lose the weight and I feel great. It's like, oh, good, because I thought you were sick. It's like, what? Like, stop with the labels, man. Shit. Like, and I understand that some of the mental health stuff does have to, you do have to have a diagnosis because you have a diagnosis to be able to treat it, right? But I think when you learn that you might have something that will alter the way you work. For example, if, you know, someone has attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, you know, inability to stay focused on something or like focusing on multiple things, but never getting one thing done, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I know there's a lot of things and I am not a specialist, nor will I claim to be, but I'm just saying like, I think some people get that and there's like, oh, well, I'm never going to be this, that, or the other thing. And that's bullshit. But I truly feel that the labels have created that sometimes. There is a support system out there to, to help you. And so what? You have attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity disorder. There's ways to help control that. I have super high freaking anxiety and obsessive compulsive thoughts, but I write them down on paper now. I can feel when I'm having that and I'll just say to myself like, hey, you're better than what's going on right now. Take a couple deep breaths and focus on what's occurring right now. A thought is a thought. It's not an action. And it makes me better. And I truly feel that if we can recognize that we all have shortcomings and give support to people for those shortcomings, a lot of the crap that's going on right now would be mute, would moot. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Just wouldn't be as crazy as it is now. Wouldn't be taboo. Wouldn't be, oh, well, that person has this. You know, that means they're, they're just, you know, they're just a wackadoo. Like, really? Like, that's what we're going to do? And I think on the other side of the coin, there's so many deniers out there. That if they have a child with something that's, you know, been brought up that, hey, I think, you know, your kid's having some challenges with, you know, making friends, for example, or, you know, not paying attention to homework or just kind of disassociated from everybody. Maybe they're showing some signs of anxiety themselves and we get into that, well, that can't be my kid. Like, no, that's not my kid. My, my kid's fine. You're, you, you just have to teach them better. Or you just have to work with them better. You know, no. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you recognize that there could be something that we can get him more help with, and this will help him be more productive in sports, more productive in the classroom, more productive with friends, more just focused and happier because they don't think that something's wrong with them. 
because nothing's wrong with us, guys. We all process stuff different. Our computer system in our head can be wired different. We're not the freaking same. We're not robots. Some people take offense to things that maybe they shouldn't take offense to, but they're overreactive. Recognize that. Choose different words. Help them to understand that, hey, when I say this, I'm not trying to single you out. I'm trying to help you. Recognize that we are just, like I said, built different. We're all built different. But stop looking at that as a sickness. It's not. It leads to a sickness when it's not recognized or when it's denied or when people are made to feel like they are different and then it creates this repetitive pattern that makes them sick. And again, I'm not pointing a finger at anybody. It's just what I see. Mental health is a thing. The stronger you are mentally, the healthier you are physically and mentally. And yeah, it's tough hearing that something's wired weird in your head and that's why you're reacting the way you are. It's tough hearing that about someone that you care for. It's tough hearing that about your kid. But wouldn't you rather learn everything you can to set yourself or your loved one or your kid or your niece, your nephew, your best friend up for success? Your patient, your students, whatever you do in life, your coworkers, your peers, your staff? Yes, there are other mental illnesses that are debilitating. I'm not trying to discredit that. I'm not trying to say those people aren't sick. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that even if they are sick, if we can make it that we're helping them versus, oh, well, you're going to have issues. And just the words that we choose when we talk to people, we would be so much better. There's actually, uh, I don't know who wrote it off the top of my head, and it was geared towards physical therapy, but it was words that harm. And it was just like when you're, you know, you're talking with a patient, you're going through their prognosis of whatever injury it is. There's just words that if you say it one way, it's going to create an increased sensitivity response. And those people become, you know, maybe poor healers for something that if the words were different and it's not made out to be like this, oh my God, you know, you, you, this is really bad, or I've never seen this before, and you you say things like that to people, then they become hyper-focused on that, and they don't heal, or they heal slower, or they just become very hypersensitive to pain. Our words matter. So again, I feel like there's got to be a better job of labeling things 
and not even creating labels, but making them more like badges of honor and badges of courage and badges of strength and stuff that you're going to get, get through. So hopefully that makes sense. But seriously, guys, where the head goes, the body follows. It shouldn't be taboo to talk about issues that you're having in regards to your physical health, grieving after loss of a loved one, anything that should be talked about. And we should care for each other because we all work through things differently. And that's all I got to say about that. So you guys have a great night. I hope this one resonates a little bit. And uh, for everybody, I really appreciate you guys listening. Please continue to listen, share with your friends. Look me up on Instagram at head is the key. And uh, I'm going to keep rolling, partners. So have a good night, and I'll talk to you soon. Later.